everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Pod. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mikey. This is 160, episode 160 today. We are talking, this is actually really funny, that we are talking Devil in the Flesh from 1998. Uh, This is like a TV movie, I guess. Yeah, it was on Lifetime. Yeah, it wasn't like a theater movie. It seems like it should be on Lifetime anyway. I mean, this is a this is a Lifetime movie if I've ever seen one. No, not my daughter. Yeah, Sorry. right? I mean, she. I have to say, this movie, I watched it last night. It's on Prime. It's like free out there. It's pretty yeah, like... It's on uh, Tubi. Too. Yeah, so it's like pretty readily available at this point. Mm-hmm. I'd seen stills from this, I think on like Pinterest or like Tumblr and this outfit but I didn't know like what movie I was like, what movie is that? There's another Rose McGowan movie called like Lewis and George, I think. Yeah. That's like kind of in the same time. It was like after or right before Jawbreaker, but after Scream. So Wasn't it was it like after... in that time. Wait, this is 98. Wasn't Jawbreaker before? No. 99. Yeah. Yeah. I... 99. So this was like in between Scream and Jawbreaker. That's right. Scream was 96. Yeah, 96. So I guess that was technically probably filmed in 95. Which is so weird because she looks A... Sorry to interrupt you. Um, She looks A, younger in this movie. And yeah. Then B, I'm sorry. I'm going to like revert back to like bashing this movie later. <gasps> but it's like her acting sucked in this. But everyone's acting does. It's like, that's how the Lifetime movies are. Also, I cannot, I have to say, I did not forget for all of you Iraqi heads out there about the Doom generation. I mean, fuck, yeah. Amy Blue, like, come on. Oh, yeah. And that was 95, probably filmed in 94. So, but I, that no one saw that when that came out. I mean, not that no one saw it, but it wasn't like Scream. I mean, you know, no, everybody no, no. saw Scream. So, yeah. but yeah, this is like a movie that's like kind of bad, but like kind of sort of good but like there's so many things we could improve on it if we just had like a major motion picture budget and or like distribution because i feel like this movie didn't have the latitude to go where it needed to go to make this like a really good story i didn't even see like what the money situation was i didn't either i have like no behind the scenes so this might be a short episode or we might end up talking about random shit but I did this is not like a movie that I found like hardly any info on because it was one of those like straight to video like it wasn't like a big budget film so yeah Yeah, I'm in I'm on IMDb right now and there's like nothing yeah Um, there's nothing on the budget I like google behind the scenes like I have to find someone on the movie to be like what was it like filming this (laughs) they're probably like oh yeah I don't know like it was like weird i mean who knows this came out august 21st 1998 directed by steve cohen and i saw one in the credits it was like written by a bunch of dudes which is like obvious yeah i mean come on like oh and he only did like he directed a bunch of billy joel music videos back in the day oh weird and an episode of do you remember uh vip with pamela anderson uh yes i definitely do and i need to make i need to put that on the list because i'd love to do the pilot of that for patreon i I, I never finished it, but I actually... Yeah, I didn't it. finish it. It was uh, good. Um, But he directed an episode of that. So he doesn't <laughs> oh, have, cool. He doesn't have, like, a lot of cred, but, um, I mean, it, it shows in this movie. I mean, yeah, this is very, like, seedy, like, cinemaxy, but not because we didn't get anything that crazy, like, yeah. in this movie. Um, The only things we really got were just, like, 
these weird the the guy who was the teacher also like te- 90s teacher stories were just wild like every movie of the week on lifetime or nbc or whatever they were on like always had some teacher that was like sleeping with this girl uh-huh and like, you want to know something <laughs> you want to know something funny about this actor so um the teacher's name well the actor's name is alex MacArthur. Uh-huh. or whatever his last name is rinaldi <laughs> mr rinaldi so this poor movie has a sequel. I know. And this actor who, uh, now I forget after two days. Um, did he, Pat? Did he die? No, he was fine. Remember, he was in the ambulance with like the. Yeah, he got stabbed, but yeah, he he was all right. Okay, so in the sequel, which obviously I'm not gonna watch, but um, are we not? Is do we need to add this to our our revenge maybe, of the sequels? Because maybe don't tell me or don't. Actually, or don't tell the audience in case maybe. Maybe. in case we end up doing because we still have to do yes everyone out there Mike has not done it but you still yeah. haven't watched Poison Ivy that's sitting yeah. on your fucking console right now yeah it's been months now yeah you um, gotta you gotta watch Poison Ivy but this is literally this I also love this um genre of the nineties where it's like femme fatale like crazy oh, yeah. girl like the yeah, yeah. crush uh like Poison Ivy like uh. Fatal Attraction was one, but this was more of like a teen. Oh yeah, had like a teen but, aspect. Yeah. Um. But again, so I haven't seen the sequel yet. Um. But yeah, we might watch it. We might put it, it on it, here. The actor who plays who plays the teacher is in the sequel, but not as the teacher, as somebody oh, else. Oh, that's weird. Somebody totally different. Oh, that's and weird. Rose McGowan isn't her character in the sequel either. Oh, wait, she's not in it, though. She's not in it. It's like Jodie Lynn O'Keefe, who I liked from Nash Bridges. Yes. Um, and and she was also in H2O, Halloween H2O. Yeah, and then speaking of Halloween, the om- uh, the girl that I guess is her friend, quote-unquote, in this movie, the one with the tattoo on the arm. Oh, Janie. Um, is um, an actress who played um, this little girl in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. It oh, was no like, way. Like Jamie Lee Curtis's character's like niece or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's wild. Like, like, quote unquote, grown up, I guess. <laughs> it's so funny because that Janie, like the Janie in this movie reminds <laughs> me of the Janie in American Beauty. Uh, totally. Because she looks like her. It looks, it's very like, I also love this girl, like this 90s actor girl that was like the opposite of like the blonde lead mm-hmm. it was like the gothy like autumn kind of girl where it was like thora birch christina ricci uh oh. rose mcgowan like who's another one that had like they had like gothy energy like they just were like the alternate like the yeah. like alternative girl you know like katie nev holmes campbell. and like disturbing behavior nev campbell yeah nev campbell feruza Bolt, everyone in the craft <laughs> like yeah. rose mcgowan could have been in the motherfucking craft like oh, you all God. know it's true like they totally missed out on that I wonder if she was even like up for it, or, or they could have even had five girls and put Rose McGowan up in there. I forget. Did, you've done the craft. We did the craft, right? No. We, no, me. I think and Jules and yes. Jai did the craft. We're right. gonna remix all of the old episodes that are like from three years ago because we had no format and we were like in COVID and free balling. So I'm, <laughs> I'm down to definitely do the craft again. I will well, not watch the craft legacy though. Now that we have more info and we can be more shady. And... Yeah, I mean, we're just talking about the movie, but yeah, we can be more shady about like all the weird shit that happened in that movie. But, but... <laughs> what was 
unless you want me to go first but like what was your impression about this because my first impression it, it was just like a bad it was like a bad lifetime movie but it was like i still wanted so much more i loved the like i kind of loved the chaos of her like rampant homicidal like tendencies <laughs> that came out of nowhere that i was like and the the grandma was like Graham from Dawson's Creek, like on a crack. Like she oh, was, so she was so bad, but she was like really funny that she was just like, "You're gonna clean the garage." It felt very like whatever happened to Baby Jane. Like it, had, it was, it was very like camp. Like this movie was super oh, that camp. Yeah, that's what, that's what it, was, it was like. It was so funny because every time the grandmother would like start shrieking, her entire face. Her t- her entire facial expression just changed, and it looked like some alien was gonna come out of her skin. <laughs> it was so funny. I love that the house was like the old craftsman, so it reminded me of Buffy. And yeah. I was like, this. I was like, this just reminds me of like the Buffy house. Like, so just and Rose McGowan just reminds me of like Buffy when like weird things would happen, and she'd be like standing in that room, just kind of like what? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I do love Rose McGowan's, like, resting bitch face that she I just, like, gosh. always has. Definitely has a really good resting <laughs> So good. Yeah, I love it. I love her. She's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was camp. What did you think? Um, <laughs> what can I say about this movie? Like, at least I watched it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, pausing it and, like, going for, like, dinner or something or a cigarette and coming back to it. Mm-hmm. Um... Like I was looking, I was really looking forward to it because it's Rose McGowan, right? Yeah, like, that's why I was like, "Who cares?" It's Rose McGowan. And I was telling, I was telling um, my friend Jenny about this last night. I was like, "You know how even today that people that make these kind of movies, they 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 go, we're gonna get this best actor or actress, and we're gonna hope that by hiring this person, we're gonna make a ton of money." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they baited. I mean, they they got Rose McGowan because she she was hot back then. She was, you know, she was in Scream and everything. But it's just like everybody else, you're like, who the fuck, you know? Except for Ryan Biddle. Do you remember him? He was like in everything and nothing at the same time. No. He's the guy who's the jock who like tries to rape her, who she justifiably stabs in the chest. But like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the blonde guy, the like jock guy. He's in like everything and nothing. He's like a low rent, like uh, Ryan Phillippe. He's, like, he, like, has that vibe, but he's, like, a B-list one because he didn't make it to, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer fame. But, like, he's, like, that guy. He was in, like, Sweet Valley High, which was one of those, like, offshoot. I totally um, forgot they made that. What? I totally forgot they made that movie. Yeah, they made a show. And I think that's what he was really on. I think he might be in, like, Hallmark films now, but he's, like, super basic, super regular, but I think he might be in, like, some other later shows, but he was never, like, a movie star. But he was in, like, these kind of side roles all the time. I but remember. It's like I wish I was watching it. And I know I'm going to be harsh, but, I mean, I wish I was watching this to cure a hangover. <laughs> oh, why? You thought it was that bad, though? I mean, it was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, because, you know, when you're, like, hungover and you're you're trying to, like, not focus on how sick you are on the inside and whatnot. You're trying to, like, watch something, just anything on TV. That's that true. And I'm sorry, but it's just, like, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, because <laughs> I'll never watch it again. Um, Aww. Maybe the sequel. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, sequel. Start, you know, it's, okay, The it starts off with this, like, some kind of grungy music in the background, and the camera is moving so slow from the ground to 
her shoes to her thigh to Rose McGowan's thighs. To, oh yeah, to the fire. Uh, to like, and I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on? It, <laughs> you know, um, and it's camp. It's, it's camp. camp it's extremely slow, <laughs> and then it has these like build ups where, you know, I'm sorry, but okay, the grandmother, right? <laughs> she has a cane, and she like beats Rose McGowan what like four or five times during the movie. Yeah. And, the acting is so bad that, like, I'm sorry, but I know Kane isn't awfully heavy or anything like that. No, hers isn't. Whack a person with a cane. The, uh, with the force that she did, you wouldn't just go, uh, ow, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, you would actually get, like, hit. Especially um, when so she hits it was, her. It was just the, I mean, and we, we already said it, like, the acting is so poor. But it's just, and they're, uh... I'm getting lost in my own thoughts, but, um, like, did I mention what a slow process this was? Like, I mean, for it to be, uh, like 90 minutes and feel slow is a feat <laughs> because but, you don't, you know, that's like a short movie by definition. That's like just an like, hour and a half. I had a problem with the firefighter dude that was like clearly standing next to Rose McGowan's character. Uh -huh, yeah. Her here. <laughs> is there anybody left in the house? Yes. Yeah, screaming. <laughs> Just screaming. I love how it just opens like a total Law & Order episode. I was like, wait, oh, are we following the cops now? <laughs> like, I hope it's not really secretly about like an arson investigation and that's like how this whole thing... But we did kind of like throughout get this weird like subplot with the the two cops like spelling words out. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Again, and then like, okay, so the premise, right, is her her parents die in a fire right mm -hmm. the whole house is like just emaciated and, and, and engulfed in this fire she goes to her grandmother's house her grandmother well, no hold on let me stop you there her yeah. mom dies in the fire but the mom's boyfriend who was her teacher is the guy that died in the fire oh right okay because the dad i think died already <laughs> what I said clearly I wasn't paying that much attention. Well, no, that's how this whole thing happens with, like, why was she going after the teacher? And then they, like, kind of put it together. We're like, well, her mother was dating a teacher from here. And, uh, like, he was at the house or whatever. So, like, she has this thing against teachers, but also wants to fuck them. Like, but, I don't, I don't get it. But, like, she's, she's escorted by um, this woman from, I guess, a foster agency or whatever. Yeah, like, child services. To, like, her grandmother's house. Her grandmother is clearly racist because she's like, you didn't sound Asian on the phone. I know. I was like, wow, just this casual racism that the right? grandmother has. And, then, and, like, L.A. Like, they live in L.A. <laughs> and she's, like, uber religious. Like, there's a there's a clay um, angel on, like, every surface of the oh, house. Oh, God, yeah. Across every room. Like, on the, on the wall of every room. And then she's like, I tell you what to wear, what to eat, and what to do. Blah, blah, blah. Or I'm gonna smack you with this fucking cane. Yeah. She was like Grams on crack. That's what happened when Grams did that to Jen when Jen first got there in Dawson's oh Creek. She was like, you will go to church. Yeah. You should wear a sweater. It's gonna be cold. You need to be in. You need to have a curfew. Like, you can't be at that boy's house next door. Right. And then, like, I mean... And I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. Sorry, I think I'm still in my first impression. Yeah, but... first impressions is you didn't like it, and <laughs> like, yeah, yeah we, there's a lot of things we can like say and make fun <laughs> of. But I mean, I 
I like that it's I like that we have this genre of movie because this would have been like a straight to Netflix film, but mm. this is our equivalent of that in the nineties was like Lifetime or like Movie of the Week or something. Because you yeah. remember that Cherry Falls movie? I, me and Charles did it. I don't I don't know if you've ever seen it. it. I think he mentioned it to me. This is another one that was like put on USA, but that one was like that one was wild. Brittany Murphy's another one of those girls. Oh, I'm gonna call them like the oh, Autumn yeah. Girls, the like Autumn Girls. They're like it. She she was in Cherry Falls, but that was another like crazy wild movie that I'm like, how the fuck did this get made? How is there a film literally about a slasher who only kills virgins? Like we're not even trying to hide it now. Like this is the point. So everyone in the movie is just trying to have sex so they won't die. <laughs> like that's like and that's like not even like it's like not like scream that like subtly hit it with Brandy and like mm. and uh sydney but like and they kind of alluded to it you know when they were talking about the rules and shit this one like that is the rule of the movie like that's yeah. the whole theme and i was like this is wild but here here's my here's my question <clears throat> or my thought anyway or a mix mix of both who are we supposed to root for in this movie the woman always she had a reason <laughs> she had a reason for not all of these though but i'm sorry but did she have to kill that poor dog oh i know right that was fucked bb was trouble though <laughs> bb was <laughs> bb was trouble <laughs> no i definitely i thought she was she should have just like let him out but he wouldn't have like she wouldn't have come back i mean she would have come back like she wouldn't have run away from yeah, the grandma but That's I, the I thing. Was just like, and you're putting like what rat poisoning spray or some shit in the in the trunk but did she also put grandma in the trunk how the fuck did you carry her up there and put her in that trunk and how that was my major question how are you sending her to brazil and no one's opening this fucking trunk right holes god damn it like she's gonna smell it's a fucking dead body like i I don't understand like how you just did that and we're like didn't get in trouble for it no one ever asked you about like where's your grandma and see and see like when when rose mcgowan whacked her grandma at least there was blood so I'm like, wait. Yeah, <laughs> literally, she killed her with her own cane. Yeah, that was vicious. That was so vicious. Okay, well, since we don't have much in the vein of behind the scenes, I will give you the behind the scenes that I do have. Now, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes gives it forty five percent. That's about I mean, right. Like it's yeah. pretty bad. I I would say it's campy, but it's in the bad campy way. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it? Like in a percentage uh, uh, out of a hundred percent. Oh, percentage. Uh huh. Um, What's your 30, Rotten Tomatoes score? Thirty thirty-five. Ooh, okay. You think thirty-five? Um, a D minus. <laughs> oh, okay. So not a total flunk because we do have Rose McGowan. <laughs> yeah. So we have her like her energy. Um, IMDb gives it a five point one out of ten. I saw that. So that's not, I mean, that's already, that's 50. I would give this about a 50. I mean, there were elements that I liked. I just wanted more, but I could tell that it was because yeah. there were sensors and, you know, we just wouldn't get there. True. Um, but, no. Boss. But yeah, no, the only thing that I have is like, Debbie's grandmother's house is in the same house used in, um, she cried no. What's that? I guess that that's that Candace Cameron that's like not my daughter. Or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, there are a lot of those I have to review because the nine hundred two one zero cast did a lot of the MOWs. Like Mark Paul Gossler did one of my favorite ones, Born into Exile. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, so yeah, that's that's so cool. 
But um, I'm sorry, I totally interrupted you. Did you no, have... that's it. That's all I had. Like I had no, yeah, I had no notes really. <laughs> yeah, it was just I, I looked everywhere. Yeah, same. We'd have and to track I looked the for, people like, down. Videos on YouTube, but there was like nothing. Not no, yeah, it was very like yeah, it was very like thin. Cool. All right, so let's move on to fashion. Lori Jesnek did the fashion. I like her last name. <laughs> yeah, Jesnek. Yeah, it's cool. What um, you... I just wrote like this is my autumn girl. My autumn girl looks dark gray, like baggy pants. Like I did like that first day jumper she has with the shirt underneath I it, like the baby well, t-shirt. That was the only thing I had. I mean, I love that. Oh, I like the reveal change up where she had like, she was like walking and then you see her like go around the corner and then she changed into like this tank top and like a, like a different shirt and like her hair, her hair is like half up. I like the floral blue shorts and like that halter top that she shows up to, uh, the yard sale. Yard sale, yeah. Like, I like that outfit. Um, after she killed her grandma, she's wearing that like pink skirt and like kind of purple baby blue top. Like, um, she yeah, feels, feel like, like, way lighter, <laughs> like, after she got rid of the grandma. Yeah. Um, and then I like that, like, pink dress kind of nightgown thing. It reminds me of what she wore in Jawbreaker. <gasps> in, like, yeah. the in like when she has the guy with the lollipop and stuff. No, or the sure. popsicle, yeah. So that, that like, I like that outfit. That reminded me of, of like, other looks I've seen her in. But I don't mm. think the fashion was, like, groundbreaking. It wasn't, like, Jawbreaker. I was looking at the ID list. I was My friend just sent me it, and I was like, I already commented on this. ID Magazine did a list of, like, the 35... I don't know why number 35, but it was, like, 35 most stylish films of all time. And hmm. granted, that's already... You're putting yourself into a trap. Like, you're gonna forget yeah. shit. But okay. there was, like, no Gregor Rocky film on there. There was no Jawbreaker. What? I was like, Jawbreaker's fashion is ridiculous. Yeah. It's so good. And I feel like it's so un overlooked sometimes. Like, I mean, it's big in like the indie world, but like, it's so fucking cool. Like, it's clueless on acid. It's like so cool. It's like this crazy, like the, the amount of colors in that, they all look great. So many things that like Fern Mayo wears when she's like made over, like all of her sets and stuff. Like they're so cool. And I was like, you don't have Jawbreaker on there. I was like, this is a travesty. And they had the main ones, but like, I mean, there were still so many that they didn't have or even one, like it was kind of nuts. <laughs> so, so yeah, I have to say uh, there was no Rose McGowan. Yeah. Like no doom generation. No, no fucking nowhere like come on what are we talking about here uh so yeah what did you have for fashion did you have anything um yeah i had um debbie's jumper like we were talking yeah, about yeah yeah i love that jumper i liked uh megan or megan i should mm -hmm. say i like megan's uh pastel purple sleeveless doily shirt um, malibu yeah. barbie oh my god with the blue green pants <laughs> Yeah, what she was very, like, Cher Horowitz. Yeah. In, like, a, a whole place full of, like, rands from, like, <laughs> from, like, my so-called life. That's Megan. <laughs> yeah, that's Megan. That was one of my quotes. That's Megan. She's perfect. Just ask her. <laughs> like, shade rattle. <laughs> the drag race shade rattle. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's all I had. I was just like, eh. Yeah, it was you know? it was really basic. We could we didn't even know the budget. The budget was probably like two thousand dollars. I mean, quite honestly, it's like it couldn't have been much right. because everyone I mean, was just wearing like probably their own clothes at this point. Like it didn't seem nuts. I was rooting for the dog. <laughs> BB, BB was a troublemaker. 
whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so music, I literally have absolutely nothing down because everything was the most unforgettable or most forgettable '90s post grunge in the background that you ever heard. It was literally probably from like a 90210 episode and just like yeah. from there. Like, Sliced into it somehow. This is how you can tell there was no budget because it had this been a good budget movie, I feel like we could have brought it up to like a disturbing behavior level. Right. We could have done this. If we like, I feel like if me and you had the money, we could have like fleshed, <laughs> pun intended, we could have like flushed <laughs> this story out and made it like a disturbing behavior. Like okay. we'll get like an actual hot teacher in there, not like some guy who kind of sort of looks like. That guy, what's his name? Dermot Mulroney. He kind of looks like him. He yeah. gives me like that look. Yeah. He was cute, but I I need like a Patrick Swayze. I need like a super hot dude. <laughs> like I need like a hot like teacher looking guy. That's how old we are. That I'm like Patrick he Swayze. Also looks like um, uh, T1000 a little bit. Oh yeah, Robert Patrick. You know? Yes. Yeah, he's a little bit. Just a little. So then we could have also had like more of a ragtag group of friends, just like I, mean, I just love disturbing behavior so much. But like how there were three of them in that it was like Katie Holmes, and then you also have like the two guys, like Nick Stahl and James Marsden. But like we could have done that with her. We could have given her like Amina Suvari with black hair, like she was in American Beauty, but she was blonde in yeah. that. But like Mina Suvari is another one with dark hair. She's like an autumn girl. Yeah. Um, and then there's some autumn boys too, like Wes Bentley's an autumn boy. I uh, like I feel like it goes together. Like they For those sure. kind of guys like go like those kind of like people go together in movies, which is why it worked in American Beauty. Cuz like I love that. I love their story so I much. I've seen that. Oh, it's I reviewed it with Charles a little while ago cuz we didn't want to talk about Kevin Spacey, but we were I was like, but I love Ricky and Jane's relationship. Like mm. I just love I was like I want to talk about them. And the way it was shot. I mean, it was shot so cool. And Annette Benning, like she's so funny. And, like, Peter Gallagher. Like, there's so many people in that that were just so good. I mean, Spacey, whatever, won the Oscar for it. So, yeah, you know, I guess everybody loved him in that. I mean, he was good in it. But he was, like, fucked up. Right. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Um, just like he was in House of Cards, which I was re-watching. And I was I like... I to watch that. It's a good... I was like, it sucks. It's a really good show. I mean, it's, like, an interesting, like, political show. A lot of people are in it. Kate Mara's in it. The, I'm okay, it so, side note, because I'm going to be a little bit shady to you. <gasps> <laughs> oh, is this about Vanderpump? The reason why that oh, I keep getting distracted from watching all the TV shows and movies is because it's because you Ooh. took me on this wild goose chase of Vanderpump Rules, oh. and I am now on the um, season four finale. Oh shit! You're flying. And I am just, I am so upset with you. Why? Because you like this garbage? I have never binge watched reality TV like this before. Really? Like, like it is a scripted TV show. Yeah. And it's it's like, after after it ends, I'm just like, nope, next. Next. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. The, I, can, I had no idea that I had created, like that much of a monster because i i have to say full disclosure i rewatch like a lot of reality tv all the yeah. time like background stuff and i rewatch like the housewives of atlanta like all the time like oh all the time like just in the background it's like always around or and like some other and shows a... and here's the thing though you have told me sorry to inter interrupt you but you have told me to watch like all these other housewife shows and i've attempted to do it and like fell off the wagon 
But for some reason, Vanderpump Rules has <laughs> got my attention beyond its normal means. Well, okay, that's because when Scandaval broke, okay, this is going to be a Vanderpump minute for I'll write it. I'll write a timestamp so people can like skip through it. So if they're like, I don't want to hear about this fucking show, but if you do, then we're talking about Vanderpump Rules for a minute uh, overall. So like, I have been the thing is I have such a different view of reality tv because i've consistently been watching it for like over 20 years so when people are like binging a show and like you're binging vanderpump rules i always watch it every week on tv and like it was a regular show to me so i i don't i never rewatch vanderpump rules because it's like it's okay but it's like once you watch it there's kind of like nothing else to like watch it for because it's not like as funny as the housewives there's no nini like there's no like constant funny moments that are always funny even if you see them 800 times Mm -hmm. it's just like they're just kind of dumb stories you just kind of watch it for the story so i don't know what it's like to binge that show because then when the new season came out everyone obviously the fucking world was talking about scandal i was like this is so weird that everyone's watching vanderpump rule because it's like a dumb silly show it's never been like yeah it's never been like you know some hard-hitting like emmy nominated which it is now i mean it's not like that kind of show but i guess because of the scandal and all that it was just everyone watched it i have no feeling toward any of these characters but yet i'm just enthralled everyone's awful like everyone is terrible like i'm questioning everyone's motives even (laughs) fucking lisa vanderpump i'm sorry if you're listening out there i love you but you're you're a walking stereotype (laughs) lisa's time to go i mean we don't need her anymore as it was proven last season when you barely saw her i mean and then like we were talking yesterday um through texting she's having another show come out come on nobody cares that that's the thing is it no one's watching it for her which i think is her misconception of it is that People, I think, at first watched it just because she owned the restaurant. So we're like, oh, right. okay, we know Lisa from Beverly Hills Housewives. Yeah. But the characters that worked there were so dynamic, we didn't need Lisa. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, they kept interjecting her. Like, she was always, like, having meetings with the staff. And now you can kind of see, and you're in season four. So now you're yep. kind of seeing, like, you're going to go into season five and all the other ones. That it's all about their lives now. Eventually, they start making enough money where they don't have to work there. And you can tell they, like, work there less and less. And it becomes, like, trips. And they're, like, going on, like, weekend trips here and there. And there's, like, drama. And they're dating. And they're cheating. And, like, it's, like, that becomes a story. It's not about the the restaurant that it used to be about. Right. Um. So yeah, it like the story kind of changes, and now you can see they have like their own houses, and they're like living, like what they weren't in the rest. They, none of them work in the restaurant. Now they own the restaurant. It's like Tom and whatever, like Sandoval and all of them. They're like trying to open their own. Yeah, it, like it really right. goes through like the motions of it. But now there's like another huge. I have to say, I'm excited for you to get into like one of my favorite sequences of all time is like. I don't know if Jack has Jack said like that I'm the number one guy in this group yet. Have you seen that? That he would. That he says like I'm the number what, one guy in this did group. What did you have you seen him say that yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, Brittany. Brittany just had surgery. That he paid for. Boobs. That he paid for. Uh huh. Um, and Stassi just had the conversation with Ariana. Not what? Ariana, um, Katie. About what? About, like, the sex tape and their friendship. Oh, that's right. 
Okay. So what were what were, what were you excited about? Sorry. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm uh there's another show. Well, I'm excited for you to see the sequence in I it's before Tom Schwartz gets married to Katie. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't I don't I mean I that's the thing is I don't know the seasons that well because I've only seen it once. But I believe it's something like maybe season six or seven, where like they're all the guys are dressed in drag. Like Oh really? Yeah, and I think it's like Schwartz's bachelorette party in like New Orleans, I wanna say, but I have no idea. People out there who know the show like backwards and forwards are screaming, but at that some point that there's just so many funny, like weird shit that happens while they're in this drag makeup. Like it's wild. It, it must be like season seven because it's it's way later. Yeah, but... because the end of season four it was leading up to their engagement party. Oh, uh Schwartz's and Katie. Yeah. And Katie essentially like forced him to marry her. She was like, here's this ring, you better fucking what is it? Ring on a string or whatever. She gave him the ultimatum. I'm sorry. He's such a douche. He's so cute, but he's such a douche. And he's so like just chicken on everything. Everything. He's a bitch. He always has been. That's the thing. He's always been Tom Sandoval's bitch. It's so like he just has. Like, and it's just never gonna go away. He still is. I'm sorry, but like Kirsten needs to be evacuated from California. (laughs) She's so divisive. I kind of love like how divisive she is because she's she elicits like such a strong response. Like no matter what people think about her, it's either they like really really like her or they really really hate her. God, her and James just like uh, yeah yeah. No one is good. Like that's the thing. Is no. That's the thing. No one is good, and every season. It kind of, the only person that's good is Sheena. Um, the the like it, it just well, like keeps fluctuating. Fault, but yeah. yeah, but I like Sheena though. Yeah. Sheena's fun. She's super fun. She's cute. She's like super her. fun. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So yeah. we'll finish our Vanderpump minute. Um, also, I watched. <laughs> I that's okay. I watched Summer House, and there's a big breakup going on over there. I don't know if that's real or not because it seems to be these scandal breakups on Bravo shows that are failing seem a little too suspect for me now <laughs> like i don't want to hey, doubt them but you what know. Is it's another show that i think spun off of vanderpump oh, originally really? yeah oh. god don't let me get you started in that yeah because they're on the first episode of summer house like stassi katie i don't think it's Kristen; it's someone else they go to the summer house which is in the hamptons and yeah. it's this group of people like guys and girls who rent a summer share every summer in the hamptons for the weekend so they work in the city and then every weekend they party and the show is like about like when they go party every weekend and they show up there and then there have been like six or seven seasons well two people on that show were engaged it was like a whole big thing and they yeah. just broke up like two days ago and apparently we heard that like the guy did it on camera like while they're filming the season so i don't know but then now i'm like is this the same thing that happened with sand like with scandoval because this summer house is also a dying show very much like vanderpump seasons like seven or like eight and nine of vanderpump are so fucking boring like you could skip them like nothing happens i forget did you say they were wrapping up season 12 or just started season 12 i think they were filming season 11 right now no 11 just ended right no 10 just ended that's what you had me watch the the 10 Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that was 10 for some reason i thought it was 11 no Um, no that was 10 I i just don't know how i can i mean yes i'm on a 
fast track, right? But at the same time, it's like, I don't know how much more. I don't know, you know? Well, there's not much more. That's the thing is these characters. Because it's not even season five. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, they go through a lot more. I mean, even now, it's like the show is kind of on its last legs because it's been like 10 years with the same people. So it's like, how much more are they going to do? They've already gotten houses. Some of them got married, had kids. Stitched and prodded with Botox. And... Well, yeah. Now, well, see, now we have two main girls, Katie and Ariana, single. So yeah. that opens up another, like, at least year or two. Are we going to see them date? And like... Sandoval's single. Sandoval's not with Rachel or whatever. He's fucking out here. And like... Schwartz looks like shit with that blonde hair. I can't really even... Does. What's going on there? It's like depression like, what call... hair. What did you call him on text the other day? Depressive Ken? Yeah, depressed Ken. Depressed this is Ken. like depressed Ken. Yeah, for sure. And it not in so... like a good way. He looks oh. bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. And, and I, Sandoval kind of like looks better than ever. Like just hanging out. Like he looks like he's just feeling no pain. So. Oh my god. And then uh, what was it? Uh because I, I just ended season four, he was, uh, uh, Tom was mentioning his band, so I looked oh, it up. Oh, no. On iTunes, and I'm oh. just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Because Sheena has music. Uh-huh, um, good as gold. Uh, well, she, she's got a couple others, but, like, apparently Lala and James have a duet. Uh-huh. Lala has a couple more singles by herself. Yeah, they pull the Erica Jane. I'm like, I can't do this. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they, they go through that period where they like want to be musicians and James is like, I'm a serious producer and like DJ. <laughs> he just needs to be like, he needs to be like caged, like in a zoo. <laughs> well, he needs to be the victim next season and, and the villain has to shift from Sandoval to James because James ain't all that good either. So no. it's like no one can really like sit on their high horse about anything. Yeah. Except for Katie. And he's the youngest of them all, right? Oh, yeah. He's, like, barely 30. Yeah. And they're all, like, on the other side of 35. Of, yeah. of going up to 40. So I like, just, I, I'm sorry, but I can't believe, like, Jax and Brittany have a kid. No. I can't just... believe that Jax and Brittany and Kristen have a show. Like, I don't care about them. I don't know what their show's gonna be about. Like, no. Like, but, yeah. no one no. asked for that. No one I, asked I, for that. No. I love you to death, but I hate you for this. <laughs> oh. Well, have fun. Go with God. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been cool. I mean, don't worry. It's it's a good trashy show just to kind of know that you know that you'll know when you watch next season. You'll know all the backstory. That's true. It's I entertaining mean... though. I mean, it's not like it's bad. If it was that bad, I would have stopped watching it. I I hadn't ever stopped. I just watch it every week and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like, nothing's really happening this season, but, I mean, that's why Scandal was so crazy, because the show had been dead. Like, nothing was happening, and now it's like, what? Under our noses? What? Raquel? <laughs> what? what? Tom? And then they we're all going back and watching it shit for evidence, like, we all are getting paid to do this, and no one is, and we're, we're all just like, well, I wasn't. I wasn't doing, like, Vanderpump recaps. I could have, but I feel like people would have been like, you poser. But like, no, I've been watching it since the Beverly Hills Housewives transition into the pilot, yeah. so know your role i've been watching it for a while but i just don't recap them but i didn't want to do it to like jump on the you know the train where every all of them have podcasts now yeah you know like lala and sheena oh and kristen right. and stassi i don't think katie does or stassi. ariana but they like have been on each other stassi's awful stassi's so She's fucking annoying awful 
Like, we don't want her. I don't think she's going to be on the spinoff, though. But we don't want her. I don't want Kristen no. either. Like, I don't want those other people either. Like, just keep it with the Vanderpump. They were on the show for a long time. They left. Like, that's it. Just let's keep it moving. Um, okay, so in the efforts of keeping it moving, sorry for everyone. Uh, I will write down the timestamp. That was that was my fault in the beginning. <laughs> that's okay. Um, it's a good it's a good good little chunk of time that we spent talking about it. Maybe if you really want us to do a Vanderpump, I kind of want to do like one on uh, Patreon, like when you're done, when you're done with the whole show. I kind of want to do like a I, I, yeah a Vanderpump Rules like recap. <laughs> so you can keep things in your uh, in your phone on on your notes app. Just make little comments about what happens in the season. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just gonna read like synopsis when I do it. I'm not gonna like rewatch the show because yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. But but yeah, you can just write down little things you want to talk about. And we can do like a Vanderpump up to like Scandal, so you can see like how it kind of all unfolds and stuff. I mean, like I keep. <laughs> I mean, I've only sent you like two videos, but like. <laughs> Of, of altercations Sheena, that were Sheena and yeah, with the whole like wine thing but you can get me a Pinot Grigio <laughs> I don't know what I've done to you but I'll take a Pinot Grigio it's like so, so like, Samantha Jones very like she's so oh like God. trying to be Samantha Jones yes it's kind of funny <laughs> I don't know what I've done to you but I'll take a Pinot Grigio it was so acted though House. i love it <laughs> yeah yeah it was so acted though it was like yeah. so overly acted oh god yeah it's kind of funny like Gina's face is like excuse me <laughs> i mean it's kind of wild Mm-mm. it's kind of wild but cool uh, already well let's get into our favorite scenes and lines or just any kind of story arc that you had notes on do you have any what are, do you have any i notes only even? have one I only I only have one quote to be honest. Oh okay. And it's if it's freshly when Debbie kills the the guy, the blonde guy. Oh the jock. The neighbor. The jock, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, his dead body's laying on the fl- on the ground and she's like uh she's digging a hole for him in the yard and she goes, "No means no. Don't you guys get that?" <laughs> what is it? You stop understanding English when you get a hard on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love that. <laughs> That was a great line, and I just I, for some reason that that's the only line that made it like worth everything for me. Oh, that's cool though. That that was a good one though. I liked that. But what, what do you have? Oh shit! So you don't have any favorite like scenes that stuck out for you or anything? Not really. Oh okay, that's cool. Um, no, no, that's fine. I said like okay, so my first. Like, I already made this note that it kind of started off as, like, this arson investigation. And then we got into, like, almost, like, a Law & Order style episode, which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> then yeah. I was like, oh, she has to go live with her racist, militant Christian grandmother, who's, like, <laughs> very insane. Like, the grandmother gets, like, progressively insane, like, throughout it. Especially when yeah. she's, like, by the stairs. And she, like, grabs her and then she's like what are you doing you were out all night and the way that she says it it's very like horror movie like she just seems like she's possessed every time she's like around her it's like really weird that's why i thought the devil in the flesh was going to be a thing like i thought she was going to be more demonic because that was the title and i thought maybe she actually is the devil because then when she killed the the grandma um... yeah did you ever see that movie i mean it's more campy than anything but bedazzled 
No, I haven't seen that. That's Elizabeth. the one with uh, Brendan Fraser, right? And Elizabeth Elizabeth Harley. Harley, she yeah. Act- the devil i fucking love it <laughs> yeah like that's how i kind of wish she was because then she started burning all the religious stuff when the grandma yep. was dead that's right yeah um i was like oh maybe she's actually the devil like and that's gonna come out but that did i mean i guess uh, it was alluded it, to but that fantasy did not happen <laughs> no it, i was thinking to american horror story in in that way i was like okay no that, that's not gonna happen but um i wrote like she's just turns into a real like cinderella right away she's like clean the attic then organize the garage i was like i was like damn right away she just <laughs> puts her to work which is crazy um then we got i wrote mr rinaldi i wrote hot teacher is he though <laughs> this is what i, mean, I wrote he's all right but I, they could have done better that i did like the bit where he was on the uh basketball court and he like challenges the guy like the jock guy to like uh like he's like if you beat me then like you get an a in school but otherwise like you have to give me an a and then i guess like it felt very gay porny like when it started because they were like he was like i can do it he's like really what are you gonna bet me and the way he was like taking his shirt off i was like what is happening here (laughs) it's like this feels very like seductive why is this teacher like all up in their business and everything. And then, of course, like the principal finds out and was like, that's a little unorthodox, don't you think? Like, you know, putting these kids to, like, gambling their grades on a game. I was like, whatever gets him there. I mean, so what? He's creative writing. It's not English. So, like, what's the big deal? Um, I thought that was kind of funny. And then also my, my quote that I wrote there is when she meets Janie and then she's like, that's Megan. She's perfect. Just ask her. <laughs> I like that. That was good. And I like that bit where they go shopping. Like, on some type of Melrose at a place, like, a montage of them shopping and her stealing. Right, and then, like, just laying on the back of, like, some guy's truck or... Yeah! <laughs> like, that was all really weird. There were so many scenes that, like, the transitions were odd. Yeah. Like, it was just... Like, I can tell it was probably edited, and the film may have ended up being... This is why I think, like, that there's almost, like, a disturbing behavior shit that happened. Like, maybe something happened in the editor, the editing room, that changed the way it was shot because I feel like sometimes I felt like I was watching an actual movie and then sometimes it was like the scene would end and it would cut to something else really weird and I was like that's a weird transition like it it was felt like choppy like they had to edit something out or like the scene should have been longer or something which is kind of weird um so I like that shopping montage I love a shopping montage in like any movie like 13 comes to mind where they steal that wallet and they're like running all over Melrose like I I love a shopping moment clueless in the beginning we open with a shopping montage I was automatically like yes or (laughs) or a makeover montage like Ty's makeover like I love like a, a montage of like shopping or something like that um I just wrote like I love when she changes out of the clothes and when she leaves the house, she's wearing like the same brown dress, like all almost every day. And then she wears like, like tight pants and like a crop black shirt with like her black hair. Like she looks so cool. <laughs> so, so cool. Um, I wrote this teacher is so wild garage sales at his house with students on weekends. <laughs> I'm sorry, but who, who lets their student into their house and answer their phone? Yeah. 
And how come the other girl was like, you better not show up? When she trips her and she's oh like, you God. better not show up on Saturday. I was like, why are all these girls like trying to like actively sleep with this teacher? Yeah, right. Like, this is kind of crazy. But that happened. Like, in the 90s, I'm telling you, this teacher like storyline was used as like a so softcore porn yeah. for so many like weird movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, like even in Dawson's Creek, they just flipped the genders. And they yep. made it like even crazier, but usually it's weird because they. I feel like this is why you can tell it's written by a man because they try to justify it in that the girl is always the aggressor. Mm-hmm. When it's like, no, 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 she's no. like a student, like yep. she's seventeen, like you are still giving it to her. You're still fucking having her at your house and putting yourself in these like really weird situations that you know better. Um, and then she's gonna try to kill your girlfriend and then slit the throat of like some cop like later on like the end was such chaos i was like this is <laughs> like when he's like driving back to his house because he's like oh my god she's got my girlfriend i was like she's alive like i was surprised that she wasn't dead like in the end and then she like got back up somehow and like faked her own death and then like <laughs> and then like was driving to like the the girlfriend's house with the teacher like right. that was kind of wild. Um, I thought that was really weird. Um, when she just like burns all the Bibles in the house, she. I, I also wrote like we said again. No one's gonna open this trunk until Brazil, I guess. After she kills her grandma, like that was strange. Um, the principal confronts the teacher at one point, and then he says one of my quotes: "I am not boffing my student." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I kind of like that. That was good um though when she stabs the rapey jock guy that was great i mean i was like she dug a a a hole like how the hell did she dig a hole it's so hard to do that in your backyard like no problem within an hour or two right (laughs) like me and put him in a dress so he was easier to like roll down she like took his clothes off he was wearing this blue velvet dress when she like rolled him into the grave wild i was like what i was like this is weird uh i didn't really get that and then also then i wrote then i wrote not the social worker with the teapot (laughs) i know that was a hard like yeah it was like they just kept coming out she was just killing everybody she was on the street she was on like a mad spree and then i just wrote what the cops come and she just shoots herself but it's fake and then she's off to kill marilyn like like how did she fake her own death did you get that Nah, no like i didn't get that i was like wait isn't that her body on the ground with the shotgun and like the blood everywhere i thought that's how the movie was gonna end and then that was um the the other girl oh that's right that's the social worker that she put in her clothes yeah oh yeah so she'd already so she did she even shoot did she just shoot her I think so. Because there was blood on the wall. Yeah, obviously. But she'd already killed her, though. Or maybe she hadn't killed her. No, she'd already killed her. Yeah, that was... That's right. The freshness wasn't explained. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm thinking way too... I totally forgot that the social worker was in the house, that she could dress her up because she has black hair. Damn. Okay, because at first I was like, wait, she fakes it, but this is true. She fakes it, and then she's off to kill Marilyn, and the teacher automatically knows, oh my god... And then she, you know, thwarts him by, like, the old 90s trick by deleting the answering machine message, you know, because that's the only way that they just don't know what's going on. (laughs) So he didn't leave a message. (laughs) So he's just living his life. She has it for, like, a whole weekend. 
Now I kind of want to watch the sequel. I don't know why. Oh, then when she's in the shower, oh my and God, he's the... like, Marilyn, and she's like, <laughs> starts taking his clothes off. When you get dressed. Yeah, opens the sh- over the shower. It's like so awkward. She's like, hi. Like, <laughs> she's just really funny. I love Rose McGowan, though. Like, I love her energy. She's just like, she really makes it, especially these 90s movies. It's so her. And then I wrote, oh my gosh, the stabbing, the constant stabbing in the, the last sequence where she's having this like, vicious fight out at the house at the the girlfriend's house or at their house or whatever and she's like stabs the teacher with this fucking knife she slits the throat of a cop like just slits it then she's up against with marilyn like i'm gonna kill her i'm gonna kill her almost does they wrangle like it's like this it happens so fast and and i just it just all came together so weird like it's such a choppy movie and but then at the end she's like arrested you know like so mm-hmm. she's not dead she's clearly like in some mental home i guess but but i mean oh, yeah. um, <sighs> that's and, and that's the sequel that's um she's like in a mental institution and oh okay well that makes sense yeah. are there just two or did they make like three no there's two. Oh, okay as far as i know <laughs> God, I mean, it's like it's really wild. I did, I do love these kind of movies, though. I do love this genre of '90s, like, uh, come hither, like siren, you know, like autumn girl thriller, you know, like she's poison ivy, she's like devil in the flesh, you know. I like bad for your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah. She's. What does he say? He's like she's perfect. Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah, I can't even stutter. Oh, Randy. It all comes back to Scream, baby. It literally all comes back to Scream. I just, I mean, oh, God. They're making another one, right? For sure uh, they are. They have to be. Like, for sure they are. Dev Campbell better be in the <laughs> Give her the money. Well, everything's on hold now with a strike. Wait. Yeah, so... God. Well, do you have any other notes about Devil in the Flesh? I didn't know if we, were, we didn't reach quite an hour, but that's almost an hour, though. Yeah. No, we had a detour into Vanderpump. A little detour into Vanderpump, yeah. That's okay. Everyone knows that Vanderpump is, is fucking it, and everyone talks about it, and it's just, like, super cool, so, you know. <laughs> um, I am... Yeah. I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do next. Actually, me and Charles are doing Annie Hall over on Patreon, which will be out soon. Uh, yeah, it might not be out by the time you hear this, but we're recording it this weekend. And then I did a uh, interview with Dustin from the Rewatch Recap, which is going to be out on Patreon soon. And yeah, we got to do like, I, I have to send you all this list of all the pilots that I want to do. So you guys can reserve which ones you want to do. But Riverdale ended. Thank the Lord. Um, we are out of bondage with Riverdale. <laughs> it's over. I, I, I dipped out of that. I couldn't. I we couldn't. all did. We all yeah. did. But the first three seasons, I have to say, the ones without Luke Perry are not worth watching. Luke yeah. Perry, for some reason, when he was there, that that was it. The first season is fucking great. Like, it's, it's a great series, I think. And then it, it lost its way, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, but they're all yeah. out, so we'll <laughs> be able to see them in other shit now, finally. <laughs> like, all the other actors. Right. Yeah, because they were, oh, like, boy. bonded to this fucking show. They, like, had to do it. So yeah, I'm excited for that to see what they're doing. I'm also excited for that new movie, Saltburn. What's that? That has Jacob Elordi from uh, Euphoria. Oh. 
I also want to see Priscilla, that new Priscilla Presley movie that Sofia Coppola is doing with Jacob Elordi as well. Oh, like her version of the Elvis Presley story? It's Yeah, but it's actually going to be kind of cool, I think, because they couldn't use any Elvis music because they didn't authorize it. So people are thinking it's going to be like a Marie Antoinette where we're going to get like a cool soundtrack. Like we get from Sofia yeah, Coppola, yeah. but like with Elvis as the story. So that might be kind of cool. I don't know. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. So when yeah, join that... the... What? When is... That... Sorry, when does that come out? Uh, I think there's like a teaser trailer. I want to see a few months. Maybe the fall. Maybe. Something like that. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, join the Patreon. Send us a review. Do all that fun stuff. And yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Bye.